This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. He is Keyshawn Johnson. He is Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman in for Max Kellerman. Thanks for joining us at Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, also now on ESPNU. Don't forget to click more in the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio, and that's where you can find the show. And what a show it's been when it comes to Aaron Judge and his history-making season that still has another couple of weeks to go before it's all said and done. Ryan Rucos had a chance to see him up close and personal, part of the Yankees broadcast on the Yes Network, also an ESPN play-by-play announcer. Hit him on Twitter, Ryan Rucco. And, Ryan, the big question is, and we'll get to that later about the offseason, but what has it been like seeing Aaron Judge do this, betting on himself this season? It's been incredible. I, Freddie, I think that probably is one of the most underrated parts of all of this, is that he's having this historic season while he seemingly should have a lot of pressure on him, right? I mean, this is a guy who, you know, turned down 200-plus million guaranteed dollars before the season, who had had some injury issues, not last year, but, you know, in some of the seasons prior, and yet has absolutely flourish in a way that you know we've never seen a player perform before perhaps since you know Babe Ruth Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why you don't look at these moments and say oh okay now 61 and the pressure of being this close is going to get to him because he's played with this pressure all season long and he has absolutely thrived and you know the way he's controlling the strike zone is just remarkable and it's such an evolution from the hitter he first was. If you think about 2017 as a rookie when he had 52 home runs, you know he was so susceptible to chasing that slider outside of the zone and, and getting himself out. You watch him now. I mean, he he never gets himself out, and he's not even last night. You know, the Yankees rally in, in the nine in the bottom of the eighth, and they get him one more at bat. And he there were some pitches that were around the zone, but balls he doesn't chase at all. He just takes his walk, and that's part of the reason why I feel like he he will do this and will not, you know, feel the pressure at all because he's just so locked into to what he's doing at the plate. Ryan, let's get to the real stuff, though. It's all cool, the home runs and everything. <laughs> I, want to get, I want to get to the money part of it. But get this you know, money. You, you talked about, you know, the $200-plus million that he turned down. And obviously it's going to cost if the Yankees want to sign him back much more than what they initially offered him. And I just want to know – because you're around the club, you're around the owners, you can see their face and all those sort of things. What do you think must be going on in their minds as he continues on this record pace and doing the things that he's doing, knowing that they're going to have to address the financial situation at the end of the season if they want to keep him? Well, I'm sure they have a very realistic view of uh, that price tag changing significantly mm-hmm. from what they talked about before the season. Uh, but I also think that just from a straight business standpoint, you know, they also are, are probably calculating the immense value uh, of this man. 
and, and seeing that uh, in a lot of different ways manifest during this run. You know, there's a reason why Yankee Stadium was sold out last night, right? There's a reason why tonight's game is the toughest ticket since Jeter's last home game. You know, there's a reason why uh, our ratings at the Yes Network are the best they've been in 11 years. And all of those reasons are Aaron Judge. And all of those things make the New York Yankees a lot of money. And so I think that, you know, even though, you know, I'm sure there was a number the Yankees could have landed on with Judge before the season uh, that was higher than what they offered but will be much lower than what they will have to offer now, uh, I'm sure it still will be a little more (laughs) digestible knowing, you know, the business that this man brings in. There's also something about, you know, the branding of the franchise. You know, you're the New York Yankees. You're not supposed to finish second to anybody. And the idea of somebody being able to outbid you, uh, I think, would be uh, sort of embarrassing for the franchise, given, you know, their history and, and what that interlocking NY stands for, especially when it comes to this type of player, somebody who is the clear-cut face of the franchise, next captain, and the driver of interest in your team for this era of New York Yankees. So, and I will say this too, maybe the San Francisco Giants are going to offer more money than anybody else, right? Maybe they're just going to write a blank check and say, you're a hometown kid. You grew up a Giants fan. We have all our money off the books. Our ownership group has money to spend. We need a new face of the franchise with Buster Posey retired. Like here's, you know, 10 years, 550 million. I have no idea, but no matter what, the Yankees, the one trump card they do have is, you know, Aaron Judge is penning his place in the annals of Yankees history with those icons. So I would think that that's something that Aaron is also aware of. And as long as the money is where it should be for him, I do think that might be the kind of thing that gets it over the top and keeps him in pinstripes. Ryan Rucco, Yes Network and ESPN play-by-play announcer, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Freddie Coleman filling in today for Max. Ryan, I, I, I do want to talk about Buster Posey for a second because, uh, you know, you made mention that the Giants haven't had a face of their organization since him. Well, yesterday he became the first former player to become um, an actual owner of a team uh, with their ownership group for the Giants. So let me ask you, with Aaron Judge being from the Bay Area, seeing how he's the first former player to be an owner of a team in Buster Posey, is that, is that too good of a package to turn down if, if uh, one of the massive, one of the biggest contracts in the history of the sport could lead to you also becoming an owner or a part owner of the franchise down the line as well? Is there an extra element that maybe well, we're not talking about as much that Aaron Judge should be looking at for his next move? I mean, Jay, that's a great point in the sense of, you know, you're seeing that that would be possible for you, um, you know, down the line with that organization. Obviously, I'm sure it's something that has to be sort of skated around uh, in conversations because it probably would be considered a, not the baseball has a hard cap, but for lack of a better term, a cap circumvention, right? If you were offering ownership right away, I don't know what their laws or rules are on that, but I'm guessing that has to be something once you're done. But if you're looking at the organization saying, hey, that's something they're offering, like that's something that probably would be on the table for me. Yeah, I'm sure that is appealing. But you also could look at it and say, hey, that's something that's happening now in baseball. It just happened with the San Francisco Giants. Why can't it happen down the road with the New York Yankees as well or any other team, right? So, I mean, I think that, I think that as far as, you know, 
just free agent situations go, the San Francisco Giants would be very, very attractive. The difference is they're just not the place you started and they're not the New York Yankees. They're about everything else you could possibly want. And maybe if the money is not close, like they're going to be attractive enough to get over the top. But I just would think, you know, given the way Aaron has just embraced the leadership role as the face of the franchise for the Yankees, I would think that they still are absolutely the leader in the clubhouse to keep him, uh, especially because it's what the organization wants as well. Ryan, does the, the given the fact that Aaron Judge, chances are you know he probably won't be on the move, but he could be on the move. And if he, for some reason, that is the case, do the Yankees have to win the World Series for it to be a successful season? Hmm. You know, I hmm. I would say that this not. It, it, I think the edict has been a little different, or the 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 way this things have been operating has been a little different since post Derek. Right with Jeter, it was championship or bust, right? Championship or or nothing. With this team, I think it is, you know, they still have to prove themselves, so it's hard to say that. Now, Judge is going to have to win a championship at some point to put his name in those conversations, you know, all-time Yankee-wise, but it, it just has to happen at some point for him, not necessarily this year. You know, I think for the fan base, they're getting impatient, and the way the season started – they definitely you know, need that title sometime soon. Um, but uh, if, it, if it doesn't happen this year, I don't think it, it reflects yet on, on Judge. But, yeah, I mean, it, the fan base is going to go back and say, why didn't you sign Carlos Correa? Why did we think this roster was good enough? Why aren't we getting over the top? Because they've been knocking on the door for a long time without walking through. Well, if they play the Dodgers, they may have to wait again. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, boy. Always comes back to the Dodgers. <laughs> the good Sean. team, man. It's a good team. Yeah, yeah, the Dodgers are fantastic. No doubt about that. Just like you, Ryan. Always a pleasure, brother. Great to catch up with you, and thanks a lot. All right, Double R. All right, thanks. Ryan, thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, Enjoy your work yeah, as always. Yeah, always Get ready for you. NBA training cap, Ryan. Yeah, it's yes, coming. Yeah, it certainly is with a lot of storylines not involving the NBA when it comes to Ryan Rucco for the Yes Network and ESPN play-by-play announcer. Hit him on Twitter at Ryan Rucco. And don't forget about the Yankees hosting the Red Sox for an AL East battle this Saturday presented by Progressive Insurance. Cards begins at 1230 Eastern Time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Do I feel like I'm back? I feel like I'm better. Hand off, Saquon. Dances left. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. Jones takes the snap. Rolls right. Shovel pass for Barkley. Barkley in for the two-point conversion. This is the new Barkley because he's better than the old Barkley there. Look at that burst. Now it's like, you know what, f- everybody. Like, I'm ready to go crazy. And a lot of people wanted Kenny Galladay to have that same feeling. Not so much. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman and Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about the show on the ESPN app and also on ESPNU. Kenny Galladay, Key of the New York Giants, only got two snaps on Sunday. He said, and I quote, I should be playing. Of course, I don't really agree with it or like it, but I can only control what I can't control, which is to come to work every day. I should be playing regardless. That's a fact, end quote. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I, and, I, and I can't count anybody else's money, but the amount of money that they paid to get him, right? And for him to only play two snaps, there's only two things. Either you're not 
buying into what they're selling or are you really, really sorry? There's nothing else to talk about. You either really, really sorry and can't play at this level like they thought or you're not buying into it. Because even if you just do a little bit based on the economics, they'll put you on the field. Mm-hmm. They don't like wasting money in the National Football League at this at this level. That's right. That's just not what they do. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Yep. They don't. They just don't do it. So you really are either not picking up everything, or you're just not good for them. And if that's the case, then maybe it's best to go to them and say, you know what? Let's see if we can move me, so I can go and do what I need to do and not be a distraction for you guys as you try to conquer something, and then I can go and go to a team or whatever the case is, and I can get my career back where it needs to. That That's probably what should happen. Yeah, Keith, this is easy for me. I remember one time I was with AI in my rookie year in Philly, and we had a, we had a young guy around, uh, younger than me. He was in college. And he was talking about his numbers, right? And AI at the end of the day was like, young fella. At the end of the day, your numbers speak for themselves. They tell you a lot. So if I just look at the numbers from last year, 37 catches, 521 yards, and zero touchdowns, man. Zero touchdowns. So in, that's in 14 games last season. So if, if that's what it is, even if you do believe you should play, the thing I like and I rock about Brian Dable is that, okay, like last year was last year. He's been saying since the middle of training camp, last year was last year. Mm-hmm. I want to see who you are this year. Show it to me Every day. And if you can't do that in the regime's new new vision about where this franchise is going, which players seem to be spirited and playing at a high level that we haven't seen from them in a while. We always look for that, right? How do coaches respond? How do players respond to their coaches? We want to see that from, you know, Jets players to Robert Sala. That's been one of the, the knacks that people have been saying. Well, do they really respond to him? We've been seeing Giants players respond to Brian Dable. So either Kenny Galladay responds in practice daily and it works, or if not, Brian Dable and company should say, hey, this isn't working, and let's get it on the horn and call guys like OBJ or T.Y. Hilton and figure it out. Yeah, because right now Kenny Galladay needs to be part of the FaceTime chat with Brian Dable because Brian Dable's a part of that FaceTime chat, apparently according to reports, looking at other wide receivers. And if you're Kenny Galladay and your cap hit is going to be $21.15 million, that is the highest cap hit for a non-quarterback mm. of any player in the National Football League, the reason you're getting two snaps is that they're willing to say, look, we know we didn't bring you here. We're not beholden to you. And if you're going to be part of the problem, then we got an answer for that. If you want to be part of the solution, then either you got to practice better, you got to play better, whatever that is. And I'm not trying to put everything at the feet, guys, of Kenny Galladay. But Brian Dable did not get here to be a head coach in the NFL because he could not evaluate talent. We saw what he did with the Buffalo Bills. And when he was a former assistant in Alabama, he clearly understands who can play and who can't play. He doesn't need to be a rocket scientist to figure that out with an offense that's going to be Saquon Barkley-centric, Daniel just not making mistakes, and trust not putting your defense on a long, on a short field when it comes to the Giants so far. So, Kia, I feel like you can always tell a lot about these situations, too, about how the rest of players in the locker room rock with you or don't rock with you to a degree, right? Um so even what Sterling Shepard said the other day, like he backed Brian Dable. Yep. Like he mm-hmm. came out and said, it's rare, but coach has always told us he doesn't care where you get drafted, first round, second round, undrafted. He's about what he talks about. Like that's a, OK, 
Okay. That's somebody backing your coach. Yeah, and, 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 and players will do that, especially when they know the pulse of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it, it, it's probably better for him to be on another team and for them to take whatever salary cap hit they're going to take when they trade him or cut him. Because clearly, again, I'll say it, they don't <clears throat> bench guys, and this is a benching, period. They don't bench guys that make the type of money he's making. Right. Unless you're not good or you're not picking up the system. They just, they, they just don't. You can do a little bit, they're going to play you. Because the people upstairs that write the checks are going to say, hey, man, we gave this dude $60 million. Yep. What the hell are you doing? He needs to be on the field. I don't give it. You know, it goes into all of that. Also, Freddie, it's a, it's a, it's a tone-setting moment or opportunity for this new regime, right, who's leading this franchise. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, you know, Key talk about this before. You know, Key, you, you were saying, like, you know, if there's one dude who maybe got, got money but, like, maybe doesn't bring the same kind of pop to your organization that some of these legendary coaches like, all right, we're going to pop him. And it's going to put everybody on notice well, yeah, you that nobody's job is guaranteed here unless you bring the heat every day. Oh, yeah, no, you can move him and, and people's ears will perk up for sure. Yeah, but who's going to trade for Kenny Galladay? Because why would you? I mean, you get a restructure. You get you, you can I, – I, I can move him. You just got to – it's some ways you – you know, you work around moving him. You you, you restructure his deal. You, you do all those sort of things. Because the last thing you want is like anything – I don't want to be looking at a sad face every single day right. when I'm trying to get 52 other players to mm-hmm. buy in. I don't want to look at some guy moping around. I don't want to look at a dude talking about how horrible the coaches are, or how horrible this is. So you you just you say that you you say, hey man, you, we're gonna we're gonna do everything within our power to move you, and if not, the rest of it's over. To Jay's point, though, Key, by the Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU, to Jay's point, though, he can have moose face all he wants. <laughs> but plenty of guys are siding with the coach. They're like, look, you can look that way all you want, but on Sunday, but it's still, we know. Yeah, but I, it still wears you down. But who does it wear down? Because if your it's guy's still, in that team and you know he's not, how does it wear you down? That's what I want to know. How does because somebody I don't want to hear the blanking and complaining sitting next to me at the locker room, sitting next to me eating, in the training. I don't want to hear. I, as a player, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear you complaining every single day. You know, oh, man. It's just like coming to work, right? Do you want to hear, Freddie, somebody, oh, man, I worked last night. Oh, man, I can't believe that I got I got the NFL live tonight and then I got the next. You don't want to. It's like, man, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the same thing in the locker room. Jay doesn't want to hear, man, they didn't give me enough touches at the point guard spot. Oh, they only let me shoot once. I don't want to hear that. I just don't want to hear it. You know what time it is, though, Freddie, right? You know it's it's, it's time for to start talking about OBJ coming back home. Now, look. Well, look, that's me go. That's me as a Giants fan. That's me as a Giants fan. I will not like him back. Yeah, Jay, I want him in New York. Yeah, Jay will not for nothing. He didn't want to leave New York in the first place. That's what I'm saying. But uh, here's what's hard for me, because as much as I want OBJ back here in New York to team up with Saquon Barkley, you know, and, and, and seeing his son put on an OBJ Giants jersey, which mm. you know makes conspiracy theorists come out. Like, oh, does, is he sending us signs and conversations weeks ago? I look at that team in upstate New York, and I'm like, damn, 
the 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 Bills. If, if there is a team for him but, to come back to New York to, it it would be the Bills. And it would be Josh Allen oh, way more it, oh, than yeah. it would be Daniel Jones, Key. Because I was going to say, mm-hmm. I was going to say, but does OBJ, would he entertain? That's what, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I said the Bills. Yeah. He, would, the he would entertain coming back to the Giants, like I mentioned, because he didn't want to leave New York in the first place. But I think it's more than likely he stays out in Los Angeles. They went into that knee, gets 100% rightfully healed. They'll sign him. Key mentioned this a couple of weeks ago before the season got started. They're waiting for that need to be 100%. They're going to sign towards the end of the season. It's not going to count a lot against your salary cap, and they're going to make that work. But if you're Odell Beckham Jr., that does mean you're not looking at your phone and you see a, an area code from the, from the 212718. You go, mm-hmm. Yeah. They may want to yeah, have a but, conversation. But, but it, it, I just – because the owner had to sign off on the trade to begin with, even though Gettleman did it, the owners had to sign off on it. I just wonder how he would feel knowing that they're still in the building that he, you know, it just. Well, when, well it, how much you paying hard. him? But, but Gettleman's not there, though. Key? But they're not going. I know Gettleman's not, but the owners are. Yeah, but if you're, if you're Odell Beckham Jr., you can have a lot of forgiveness going back to a place and you're going to get paid and make your name once again. Not speaking yeah, but for not, he But Odell's not going to get paid at the level. He's not going to get paid at the level that you might be thinking. Like, he's not getting ready to be another $20, $20 million plus wide receiver. It's just those days are. Those days are behind him. But at least he played um, more than two snaps at Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Just saying, Freddie. He can, play, he ask, better, he can be probably there. better than Kenny Galladay right now. No, no, not ACL. probably. <laughs> There's no probably. That's a definite. I'm just saying, Freddie, if you give me two options and one option is Josh Allen and the other is Daniel Jones, oh, I'm going Josh no choice, Allen. Man. This oh, absolutely. Not question. It's not. But then again, we don't know what Odo Beckham Jr. really wants, and not just with football, but also his brand, which means a very, very mm. a lot to him. Okay. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in from Max Kellerman, Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And don't forget about the show on ESPNU. And we'll get to the take or shake when it comes to the Buccaneers, Tua Tungavailoa, and Jalen Hurts. Oh, gosh. But first, Keyshawn has this. Keyshawn has this, not from Tua, but from Dr. Pepper. Finally, the most wonderful time of year is up on us, the college football season. Dr. Pepper and the residents of Fanville invite you to reveal in another one-of-a-kind year of flexing your foam finger, humming your fight song, in your sleep, by the way, and thriving on a study diet of buffalo chicken dip and a po- at post-game commentary. All washed down with the rich, delicious Dr. Pepper, of course. Another Saturday is always just around the corner. So make sure your tailgate doesn't go to failgate and pick up a case of ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. And there's going to be a lot of that going on here in Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson over there, Jay Williams over there, Freddie Coleman over here, in for Max Kellerman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't forget about the show on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, as well as ESPNU. And Take It or Shake It is brought to you by Granger, Shannon Penn, what we gots for Take It or Shake It. All right, Take It or Shake It. I'm going to give you a hot take. you got to tell me if you agree with it or not. Easy yeah, absolutely. enough. You're going to take that All hot right. take or you're going to shake that hot take. All right, okay. Keith. Shake that thing. Shake that thing. All right, well, Keith. I'm, I'm going to start well, with yeah. Whoa. That's. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Let's say, okay, okay, yeah. All right, Go ahead. Well, all right, Key, I'm going to start with you. Freddie, you're so nasty. I am. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the team to beat in the NFC. Take it or shake it, Key? I'm going to shake it. Shake, I'm shake gonna, it. I'm going to shake it. I got yeah, you, Key. Don't sure. worry. I got it. I'm, I'm going to shake it. I think when I look at the situation, yeah, they, they beat up on the New Orleans Saints. They got out of New Orleans with a W. Things, you know, you got Jameis Winston throwing interceptions. Guys playing with a broke back, basically. And so when I look at that situation, not having the receiving core that Tom Brady is accustomed to having, I think it catches up with them at some point in time. The defense can carry them to a degree, but the Green Bay Packers, I think, will get better along the way. We still think the Rams are going to get better. But anyway, I still take and shake it all day long. Every time I hear broken back, I'm like, my back is broken. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. That's one of the best lines from Mike Tyson I've ever heard. It really anyway, is. yeah, it's legendary. Um, I, I will be with you, Key. I still have faith in the Rams. I think the Rams, at the end of the day, will figure it out. Sean McVay. The and I, did I say the Rains or the Rams? <laughs> you're, raining rain, on, you're not raining, raining on the Rams. Rams. Yeah, yeah, you're not raining on the Rams. There you go. Yeah. Good cover. Raining, it's raining here in New York right now. That's it is. Got me. Um, yeah, I still have faith in the Rams. And, I, you know, real talk, man, the more and more I watch them play with the upside – I'm starting to like the Eagles, man. Mm. I'm starting to like the underrated okay. Eagles. So I need one more game to really buy all the way in. Okay, okay. all right. I, I, I'm going to take it on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because take that. when you can run and play defense like they can with that front seven that for my money right now is the best front seven in the National Football League of the two weeks, 
and they still got old number 12 back there, Tom Brady, no matter what he's going on, what's going on with him off the field. I still think they are the team to beat in the NFC, so I'm going to take it when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, Keyshawn, take it mm-hmm. or shake it. The AFC West is overrated. Take that or shake that. Take it! Take it! Take it, take it, take it. Tried to tell everybody at the start of the season when they was hyping up all the four quarterbacks of this division, said, man, stop, man. Y'all getting caught up in the wrong things. The Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, as they say, is dangerously coming to be a meme many times over. The Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, Kansas City. The Los Angeles Rams, the Los Angeles Chargers, now that they got Justin Hurt with barbecue ribs, is something that you got to take a look at. Are they going to be good if he's in the lineup? Are they going to be good with him out of the lineup? If you're in the lineup with broke ribs, how are you going to be able to perform and do some of the things that you're capable of doing if you're hurting and nursing? And then no Keenan Allen. And then on the Raiders side of things, I thought the Raiders would have been better. They're an okay football team, but they got a long ways to go. The whole hype about historically this is the best division in football with all the quarterbacks, I certainly say that that was always false. I, I mean, is it is it false? It may not be living up to expectation, but you tell me a division that's better. Thank you. There, there's no division that's that's better than these this division. The so, AFC right. North, the AFC North could be better, but it's not. But it's not. No, I, I mean, said it could it, be better. I don't. Well, I don't it, know that it, it's it could not. Be. I mean, it could be when Deshaun Watson not. comes back. But I mean, still, like you're still talking about Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Russell Wilson. Even if you don't think he's on a level playing that way right now, right? Don't, t- don't yeah. say right to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say right. I'm like, are you going to talk to me and like, say no. yeah? But I'm asking. <laughs> He's right, wrong. I, Is I, it wrong? I mean. I, Jay, I'm with you. I, I, I'm going to shake it on this one. They're not I'm overrated right. because the Raiders lost to the Chargers by five. And Kyler Murray had to make a run for the ages and a throw for the ages to the force that game to overtime. The Raiders aren't that far away. The Chargers lost a bloodbath to the Kansas City Chiefs seven days ago. We know how good the Chiefs are. And the Broncos, they're going to figure it out with that running game and that defense. So I don't think they're overrated. I'm shaking see, it that, on that one. See, but then when you talk about the Raiders, which is a team that I – I'm not supposed to be rooting for teams, but I kind of root for the Raiders a little bit. That's all right. That's L.A. That's um, Yeah. It's Las Vegas. We they should have beat Arizona, but Arizona is an undermanned team. I hear you. That was, that, they were not, you that know what I'm saying? Loss, yeah. That, yeah. that was like. They lost the lead. Sure. You, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah. They you could, uh, as I said at the top, the Chargers and the Chiefs are the class of the division. Okay? So much high praise for Jay's best friend and Russell Wilson coming <laughs> over from Seattle that Seattle was supposed to take, I'm not, uh, Seattle, Denver was supposed to take a giant step. They've yet to take that giant step. They sputtered alone to get the W. In his homecoming in Seattle, he didn't play great. Whatever the case may be, they lost that thing on a long field going in. They still got the L. I just, not right now. I just don't see it. All right, Keyshawn, take it or shake it. If Tua plays like he did against the Ravens, the Dolphins will be in the Super Bowl. Take it or shake it. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> No reaction. Uh-huh. Shake it. Shake it. Well, for, first of all, you uh, teed it up it by saying if he played here, like he did against the Ravens, they would be in the Super Bowl. If he doesn't re- erase the 21-point deficit at the end of the game with a lackluster secondary performance by the Ravens, we're not even having a conversation about six touchdowns. We're having a conversation about two interceptions and how awful the offense looked. So let's not – Package it up and sell it. 
Go ahead, Jay. I got. I mean, <laughs> got nothing, I ain't got nothing what, to say. I, 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 what do you say to somebody that just you know always tries to put water on the fire just all the time? Like the fire is burning, it's burning. You know, it's starting to crackle a little bit more. You know, yeah, yeah. Put the hairspray on the fire. <laughs> Don't put the water on the fire. <laughs> I mean, this look, is I, water. This not hairspray. Oh, I thought it was hairspray. Oh, look, well, yeah. <laughs> Fancy water bottles these days, Jake. It, looked, it did look like an aerosol can. It, that's I what I thought front. it was. And can you be aerosol on everything when you come in the studio here? Cause Max, <laughs> yes, because y'all got germs everywhere. It's just Max in the coffin. Max there, coughing sorry. all on my mic. By the way, shout out, oh, Max, you're hoping you're okay, Max. Yeah, we do. Surgery we in the eye yesterday. Yeah, we hope you're feeling better. Follow, we're going to follow up on that. But, yeah. Key, my thing is, if he, look, legit, like, litmus tests against the Bills. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. We'll find but if, out. If Tua plays at a high level, though, it's not. It's highly unlikely. So, so he, so Jay, it's highly unlikely. But look, I mean, this has turned into a little bit of a bit, for the most part. <laughs> with Tua, <laughs> with Tua, for me. Okay. For me. Yeah, he's not on. He's not on the train. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's not at all. He doesn't. I doesn't tell. want to like. They like beat it. the New England Patriots. They always Divisional beat the game. New England Patriots. Divisional game still matters. New coach. Tua's five or four and zero oh against the New you England Patriots. Made, you could have made a case that Brian Flores oh, owns the Patriots, but, not Mike but, McDaniel. But hold on, though. He didn't ah. run away with. He didn't throw for six hundred yards against no, the New but England they got Patriots. The win. They did. What they, they won. Had to do. That's they a tough won. Game. It's Bill I clapped to that, right? They did th- you? They threw two seventy-six. Yes, they won. I, yeah, I'm gonna clap to it though. They won. Give him his due, right? They won. Then I look at the Baltimore Ravens game, and I look at the course of the game. Uh, uh, not the third, not the fourth quarter. I look at the game. But what happens in this situation with me, Freddie, mm-hmm. they want to try to sell me on eight quarters or two of football. Sure. That's what they want to try to give me. You know they want to say, here, Keith. We we gonna sell this to you. You gonna buy it here? Sign right here, sir. Yeah, you, no, you, we not. Yeah, you know why no. they're trying to sell it to you because well, he played in better in the first. What's yeah, yeah they're, they're trying to sell it to you because he played better in the first two games than anybody could have expected. That's why they're trying to sell you on it. But but he played good enough for them to win, mm-hmm. and he came back in the See, fourth quarter. That's it, right? Down there, by twenty one. In a bad secondary, See, allow people to get behind them. That's something it right there. that Poirier and Michael Hyde and the Buffalo Bills are not about to let happen. At least See, I don't Freddie, think they are. See, Freddie, that, if that's he why. goes out there and he gives me two and a half quarters of what he gave me in the last several minutes of the football game against the Ravens, I'm wearing two a jersey every single day for the rest of the season. Okay. <gasps> I need it to happen. But, Freddie, that's what happens, right? Yeah. He said, you know, he played good, mm-hmm. but he played great. And that's what, get, that's what gets Dolphins fans a little bit mad at Key. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, <laughs> he played cute. It was cute. I don't no, I don't, use, I, don't use, I don't use great. Though. It was great. Okay. He leads the league that. in passing yards, six touchdowns, 500-plus yeah, okay. yards. What are you talking about? If they, let me ask you this question. If, they, if he doesn't throw those touchdowns at the end and they lose, what are you talking about? I don't live in a what if. I, I live in a I, I do. I do. I, do. I, do. I live in a what if. No, yeah. I got to live in a what if. I fear the known. I leave the unknown alone. I leave that alone. I live in a what if. Enjoy that. Please. Uh, give us some more Tua for Keyshawn here with supplies and solutions. See, y'all make industry. it sound like I just don't. This dude going to see me and he going to walk the other way. Yeah, because you know what? Because he going to think I just don't like him. Because you don't. You, you, all, all you've been doing is hating and stating on Tua. 
more well, hating than stating. Okay, so when you don't agree, when you don't agree, it's the way you don't agree. It's the way you way you don't agree. Yeah, the way you don't. Unbelievable. The hating and stating when it comes to Keyshawn Johnson. Don't forget. Now go look at your Twitter and see the mentions. And we will with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Thanks for joining us at Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. And we will connect the path from Keyshawn Johnson to Bears quarterback Justin Fields after this from Omega Accounting. Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the pandemic? Omega Accounting Solutions can help. I want to share how Omega could get you $26,000 cash back for each employee you kept working during the pandemic with the employee retention credit. This is money you already paid to the government. So call Omega at 800-704-2000. That's 800-704-2000 to get started or visit megataxcredits.com and fill out the form for a free consultation. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio and as well as the ESPN app. Now, we're going to bring in Shannon Penn, our producer, who has a bit of a problem with his hungry child being sick and just raiding his pantry. Go ahead, Shannon. All right, guys, I need your help with this one. All right, so my, my, my son's been sick. He's been home from school for the first three days this week or whatever. Apparently, there's mm-hmm. something going around, right? Mm-hmm. And we have, obviously, a pantry with snacks, and some of which, like granola bars and breakfast bars, things that I bring in here since I have to be at work at 3.30 in the morning. Anyway, my son ransacked the entire snack pantry, a week and a half's worth of snacks he went through in two and a half days. Man. I need you guys' thoughts on that. Like, when you were kids, did you go through your, your parents' stuff like that? Did they hide the snacks from you? How did you go about that? Because we hurt hurting here in my you. house. I hate to upset you, but we didn't have a pantry growing up. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> they just put Shannon in first world problems. So, sorry, Shanny. We didn't have that. Jeez. But I understand what you're saying because my kids literally will, like, I'll have something. Like, they have bad snacks, in my opinion, with mm-hmm. their mom. And when I say bad snacks, I'm not eating no damn whole grain potato chips. Me, I'm going to go get Lay's. I'm going to get the right stuff. 
and it's for me. That's my side. Right. But they realize they don't want to eat what their mom is bringing home from Whole Foods. They decide they're going to eat my liquor store stuff. That's why I go home. <laughs> Your liquor store stuff. Well, you know, I'm getting That's the real it. stuff from the liquor stores. And, you know, they were messing around at Trader Joe's eating the organic. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about, Jay. Yeah, I know. Because I be doing it low-key, yo, low-key. Oh, Keo, then he rides home. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and stop and get some of this uh, no real damn candy. kale chips. <laughs> what do I look like watching a game on a Thursday night eating kale, kale chips? chips? Yeah, I don't eat where's kale. Where's my jalapeno kettle chips at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where's, where's the flavor, right? So that that's, yeah, yeah where's but, the but flavor? Shannon, Shannon, you got to recognize that, you know, yeah. your, your stuff ain't your stuff no more. No, uh-huh. It hasn't it's been for a while, theirs. dude. It's their, they don't mm-hmm. care. It has not it been yours, yours for a while. Yeah. And then call, when you start saying, call. no, son, this is mine, mm-hmm. wait, then you're like, oh, no, this is mine. I'm like, no, it's never yours because I bought it with my money. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to go to your wife and say, dad won't let me have this. And uh-huh. you haven't even gotten to the level yet. And when your son get older and he start going out and he come in and you he come home and he wearing your $600 tennis shoes. No, he you ain't. like. What the hell you got my shoes on? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just thought I could mm-hmm. wear them. Nah. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. So you mean no. to tell me I got to start putting my name on the, on the orange juice? Is that what that is? I did come with name? a different lock on the door. You well, if you got saving. your whole entire family staying with you, meaning you your you brothers and sisters, saving up for those tennis yes. shoes, Shannon. Pantry raid. Get it, J-Will. Did they, did they finally oh. bury James Brown, man? I think what? he's been buried for a while in Augusta, Georgia, my friend. I okay, because you know they was they was carrying James Brown oh, James yeah. Brown casket around for about three months. Yeah, they finally they finally <laughs> closed that casket That's a, for like that a better term. Celebration in life, King. Yeah, really, man, they it was. was. Day, I, man, by the way, I was there. Party. By the way, I was man. there for that for a celebration of life where they had it at James at the the Bella Auditorium in Augusta, Georgia. And, I was there for am that. Am I am I lying, Freddie? No, you're not. You're not lying. Man, that thing. I yeah. swear to God, AJ. Man, it was six months. I'm like, they ain't put him down yet. That was a family feud to the 25th power involving that whole deal. Involving James Brown and where and it's when and making how. Money they're selling out concerts not, on James for, Brown's for, yeah. man, First of all, yeah. let's uh-huh. I'm not man. making fun. No, you're not. People that not. pass yes, away, yes, absolutely, we're not. And so don't think that. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I'm gone, put me down, man. I don't need right. to keep on going from state to state. They said he was the hardest that. working man in the industry. He, he just was. didn't stop. You should have seen. I was, I was at that celebration of life. You should have seen the people that showed like Bootsy Collins, Michael Jackson. They all were there. They of all course. were there for that. But they didn't go to every damn state. No, they did not. Wait. They did not do that. They just went to two, Georgia and South Carolina. What, That's what, what that was. What, what nose version of Michael? Freddie? It was, a, well, it was the last time Michael was on U.S. soil was at the Jane, at James Brown Celebration of Life. That was the last time he was in the United States. It was a tiny nose. Huh? Yeah, it was, that was, nose, it, was right? it was towards the end of that nose when that it comes to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Into that one. That's what it was. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Lomas going back into the hot tub time machine. Stop that on ESPN Radio. Man, for real, hey, <laughs> how's, it, how's he breathe? If you look uh, at yeah. if you look at the, if you look at who and I know we getting ready to move on to sports and stuff, but if you look at the Hulu who killed Michael Jackson, I said the same yeah. thing a couple weeks ago. When I was watching it. Yeah, I said, man, if they touch his nose one more time, he that's gonna have gonna just it. a face. Yeah, that's gonna be it. I, I just finished reading a book about Michael Jackson Rewind. That is really cool. Where they go from. 
front, back to front about when at the end to the beginning. It's a really, really cool book. Oh, plenty of pictures, plenty oh, of articles and everything. Time. You said back to front. I was like, what? Yeah, no, they, instead of like, you know, how people start, you know, at the beginning to, no, they yeah. went from the end to the beginning. That's oh, what they did, check, Michael Jackson. You got to check out the, if you hadn't seen it, though, you got to check it out on Hulu. On Hulu, yeah. I've heard about that. I haven't seen it yeah, yet. Man, all those do doctors, right, Keely? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it because I, yeah, sure. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. A bunch of doctors, but just how. Michael yeah. got so addicted to the milk all the, and all the, those the, drugs, the milk and all the different drugs and just mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it went from your nose down to Everything like just else. A dot, two dots on his face. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good stuff there. By the way, speaking of good stuff, Justin Fields tried everything in his power to clarify the postgame remark that he said after losing to the Packers that losing to that team hurts more in the locker room than for Bears fans. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, he clarified it like this. I was mad after the game, and I'd like to address this now to get everything cleared up. But, you know, there was a thing that I said on Sunday after the game where I said, you know, the fans don't put in work. And when I was first off, um, you know, I was frustrated after the game. So, you know, number one, I didn't want to come and talk to you guys. Um, I wasn't in the mood to come and talk to you guys. So, um, you know, I should have did a better job explaining what I meant by that. But um, what I meant by that was I'm talking about work regarding the game on Sunday, winning the game. You know, I don't know any fans. I don't know what they're doing in their personal lives. Um, and I respect every fan that we have. I'm, you know, glad that we have fans. So, you know, I would never disrespect, you know, anybody on what they do or what they love to do. Um, and, you know, that was, you know, it came off like that. And, of course, you know, some social media outlets, they, you know, quoted my quote and, you know, they got a big buzz out of it. So, of course, they did a great job doing that. And, of course, social media is going to do that. But, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. Well, it's good. It's good that he understands the way the social media works. That's that's good to know. On top of that, he mentioned being frustrated. And whenever you're frustrated, when you come off a field, you come off a loss, it's emotions, it's high. I've been there many times in my career where I know, okay, maybe I should have, shouldn't have said that at the time, but when I got my PR director grabbing me and pulling me in to a presser, and I know I got to do a press conference and I got to do something, but I learned early on in my career I learned that I needed a cooling down period because I was an emotional wreck after games. When we when we won and when we lost. When mm-hmm. we won, what could I have done better to, to do better in the game? And when we lost, obviously that was a whole nother thing. You know, I had dinner set up at times with my entire family. We lose the game. I'm like, man, I'm not messing with y'all. I didn't say messing. I said some other words. <laughs> and I might have went another direction. Why? And they knew. They knew, okay, we're not going to Mr. Childs. We're not going to Houston. He want to go home. And I might have 20 people at the game. But we lose the game. It's like, I don't want to be a part of that. And I remember in 98, we lost to the New England Patriots. And I had to go to a press conference. And in 1998, we were favorites to win the NFC champ- or the AFC and go to the Super Bowl and all of those sort of things. In 99 came, we were the favorites. We was number one. We lose Vinny Testaverde week one. Rick Meyer comes in the game. He throws an interception. It turned into a whole nother thing. That press conference, do we have that? Right now. We, yeah, that press conference, take a look at this, Jay. You do. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We throw an interception. It's just, man, it's I feel you though, man. He I mean, that's frustration. Feel, yeah, though. Yeah. You, you take me yeah. off the field. I get in a quick shower. You now drag me in front of all the media. They're asking me questions about why. What happened? Yeah. Well, you saw the damn game. 
You knew he threw the interception, but here I am saying because I'm emotional, we can't do this, we can't do that. We're throwing interceptions, so now I'm pointing the finger at the quarterback. Yeah, man. Right. And that's a narrative that they build out of that whole thing, and then they run away with that. Then you have to answer that, and teammates have to answer that same thing. I was fresh, though. Uh, you were tight with the outfit. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, you, you were suited with now. The you were suited and chin, booted. Uh-huh. Had the chin, yeah, the, the, chin, chin the chin, square the chin. face Ooh. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We'll give you credit had for that. Had the Tom Brady face. <laughs> Get the Tom Brady face. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you use that before. The Tom Brady. <laughs> we use it, we it a, a ton as a reference point on this show. <laughs> the Tom man. Damn, Brady face. Yeah, Tom Brady got the skinny face. Yeah, I need, I'm trying to get yeah, my face back. That, yeah. He got the Instead model the face. double yeah. cheeseburger face. Yeah. Anyway, he's See, Brady, For Johnson. all athletes out there, though, that's why you take a beat when you get asked a question that may no trigger doubt. you. No doubt about that. Well, Mr. Trubisky took a beat to say what he wants to do with the Steelers offense going for starting out against, against Cleveland. Is that right? That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.